day, I'm Alan Gray and this is Gippsland Showcase Podcast, a daily podcast showcasing the wonderful Gippsland region with events, places of interest and peoples of interest, plus news, happenings around the region, all situated here in the southeastern part of Victoria, from the north of the region to the south of the region, from the east of the region to the west of the region. It's Thursday the 18th of March 2021. In recognising this is a later edition podcast than normal, uh, sorry for that, but what top temperatures should you have expected as you went about your day today? Let's have a look for this Thursday the 18th of March 2021. Sales should have reached 25 degrees. Drew and Traub and Warrigal should have reached 26 degrees. Wilson's Prom were expecting 20 degrees. Mount Borbore 15 degrees and Langatha should have reached 27 degrees. Benzar and Orbost should have hit 25 degrees. Lakes Entrance, Omeo should have reached 23 degrees and Malakuta 22 degrees. After being one of the many events shut down by COVID last year, 2021 brings back the return of Farmworld at Lardner Park in Warrigal. And with Farmworld happening again, it's a big welcome back to that event, uh, to Lardner Park and the CEO, Craig Debnam. How you going? Yeah, very well. Thanks, so. Yeah, so, um, yeah, a bit of an absence last year. So what... Um, I mean, there are a few events that Lardner Park actually hosts. What impact did that actually have on the on Lardner Park itself? Uh, it, was, it was devastating, Alan, when you say a few events. The 120 events a year at Lardner Park. Yeah. Um, Farm, Farm World is our biggest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the reality is we got wiped out with Farm World last year. From the 16th of March, we had to cancel Farm World due to COVID. And then every event, literally every event, uh, for the rest of 2020. So... We've done a we've done a bit of an assessment. It cost us about three million dollars in lost revenue, so it's been a pretty tough twelve months. We can only hope it, it will get it will be better this year. Fingers crossed for you. Um, I want to talk about Farmworld because hey, it's great to have it back. This I think this sets up all the events, doesn't it, for the year? It does. We'll be the first national field day to get going. In fact, uh, our public events permit we've had approved by the Department of Health is the first uh, tier one unseat major events crowd that's allowed to conduct itself in Victoria so we're very proud to have gone through the process it's been quite a challenging process but we work really closely with the Department of Health and the Department of Premier and uh, we got across the line by, by implementing a lot of uh, COVID safe um, uh, tasks I guess yep. uh, so the reality is we'll, we'll be turning Farm World and the entire Gardner Park side into a big Ikea store so when you come to Gardner Park you'll come up Avenue Way down Avenue B, up Avenue C. We want to stop uh, traffic being able to cross over, get people socially distanced, and the Department of Health mandate that we do that. So um, aside from that, it's all the usual COVID requirements. Uh, hand sanitizer, masks when you're inside, stay distanced from each other. If you're unwell, please don't attend the event. Um, the contact tracing component of, of Farmworld will be done through our ticketing system, so you must book, book your tickets online if you want to come to Farmworld. There'll be no cash sales yeah. at the gate mm-hmm. uh, with people 
queued up and we can't be touching catch and touching surfaces. We'd have to disinfect um, every surface every time we did it. So the idea is that people, when they're in the comfort of their own home, jump online or find someone who has access to the internet, book themselves a ticket, um, either print that ticket out or bring it on their smart device and we'll we'll scan the QR code, which is how our contact tracing will work, and they'll in the gate and then uh, they'll, they'll enjoy Farm World. When they come to Farm World at each pavilion, we've got four internal pavilions. The Bawbaw Pavilion, the Northern, the Main Event Centre and the Lakeside Pavilion, each of those pavilions will have a single point of entry, single point of exit, mm-hmm. and our patrons will be required to use the Services Victoria QR code system to scan into those pavilions. If you don't have a smart device, we'll be able to uh, give the details to, uh, to a COVID marshal at the pavilion for recording mm-hmm. but we're trying to avoid that as much as we can Ellen, because we can't keep people up we're trying to avoid that so, yeah. uh, there are certainly some differences and some challenges around coming to farm world this year but it is yeah. on we have over 400 exhibitors that are that are exhibiting over a three-day uh, event well I, I was going to just touch on that exhibitors do you have to have a cap on exhibitors no no, no we've got a We've got 100 acres here to play with. In fact, we've got a 300 acre property, but 100 acres that we set Farm World up on. So we've 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 created a, a zone, I guess, for every exhibitor to make sure that they've got a lot of space around them to keep people distanced and, and look after them. But no, there's been no cap on on it. And some of those exhibitors, I imagine, would be just ecstatic because it all the ripple effect is on them too. Oh, look, we, again, last year when we lost Farm World, we we spent our time in isolation, just uh, assess economic. Um, impact. We, we we got to $45 million worth of sales that were lost because Farm World didn't happen. And we stopped counting because it was a bit heartbreaking. Now, interestingly, the ag, the ag sector has actually done quite well. It's been, been a pretty good year for dairy and for beef. Um, yeah. Some record out there. And obviously, the ag dealers have done reasonably well with the stimulus money that the government supplied. So, um, the one organisation, I guess, that feeds into that, which is Larder Park and Farm World, that didn't very well. We're, we're really uh, very incredibly uh, humbled by the support we're receiving. Because even though they've had an exceptionally busy year, they're still coming out to farm board and supporting us. Yeah. Um, but because not every season will be good, and there will be, there, there will be times, I assume, that the ag dealer will be relying on the stimulus that comes from the sales of farm world to yeah. actually buy mm-hmm. um, Okay, I just want to touch on one difference. Um, other years, it's been a four-day event. You've narrowed it down to a three-day event. Yep. What was that? What was the reason behind that? So, so we figure again, you know, the world <laughs> been in some of the most tumultuous times. Yeah. And if there were time to actually introduce uh, some change and some innovation to the event, this the 2021 was probably the year to do it. So mm-hmm. we actually took the opportunity to survey 670 exhibitors. Um, we had a return rate of about 50%, which in terms of a survey is exceptional. Anything over 15% uh, return rate's pretty good, so 50% was exceptional. Out of that 50% the return to us, 90% of them gave us great, uh, great comfort that they they really wanted to come to Farm World again. And mm-hmm. then that part of the survey, we actually asked them some questions which were around, um, it was time we figured to just innovate Farm World and change it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and so we asked them if they'd like a three-day event instead of four days as it was, which they uh, unanimously supported. Mm-hmm. We asked them if they would like innovation um, around the Saturday, which was twilight trading. So, um, ah. for the first time in, in forever, um, 
you know, farm world will trade from 10 o'clock till 7 o'clock at night on a Saturday. And let's um, face it, daylight saving is the perfect opportunity to do it. <laughs> oh, 100%. You yeah. know, the, the still there. What we had to consider there, Alan, was making sure that if we close the gates at 7 o'clock and there's still people and patrons in the car park at 7.38, you know, and the sun starts to go down, we need them to get out safely. So, yeah. hence we didn't trade right through to 8 o'clock and send them out the dark at 9. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that, that Farm World Orlando Park does have is it has street signs and street lights above for night trading across the top of the property. Yeah. But as you get further down into the property, um, there, there isn't any street light. So, we had to actually making sure that we covered everything that we need up to the point of the sun going down. So. Alright, well, the exciting part is when I get to talk about highlights. So what's what's there to look forward to at this year's event? Uh, a return to heritage is our theme. So we're, we're really getting back to the traditions of the agricultural field day of years gone by. So mm-hmm. there'll be live demonstrations up in the paddocks. Every every big ag dealer has been invited to demonstrate tractors and tractor control and accessories on the back of those tractors and the combination of those two things. We really want to get back to when these field days were really valued by the farming community. Yep. And I guess uh, Farmer's Day on Friday, which, which is 9 to 5, and it's all about live demonstrations and making sure that farmers get great value from these field days. What we really want to make sure of, Alan, is that, that uh, farm world doesn't become a static display because if it's just looking at tractors um, in a paddock, you could do that at any dealership. Yeah. We need to make sure we can live demo. We need to, to, to make sure we can put farmers in tractors so we can actually put a, an interested farmer in the cab of a tractor with an exhibitor and show them the latest tractor controls because these things and the technology that's been introduced to, to ag over the years have definitely changed. Yeah. Um, the value, the efficiency, the productivity of equipment comes from. So um, really that return to tradition and heritage on Saturday, the Twilight Trading is all about making sure we bring farmers and egg dealers together at a yep. function called Yarn on the Farm, okay. um, which is held down in the uh, Heritage Road Thunder. That's at 5 o'clock and 7 o'clock. The idea there is if you want to come to that, ask your egg dealer. You want one of the um, big egg dealers for an invitation. They, they have an open invitation to invite as many farmers as they can. And we'll be putting on you know, a mid-strength beer and some refreshments as well as the local Lions Club will be cooking sausages in bread and hamburgers. We're keeping it really simple. Mm-hmm. Um, no presentations from any expert panellists or anything like that. The reality is we'll do the Farm World Awards at the start of that event and then it's about farmers actually having a yak to each other, just having a yarn, right? So whether it's the farmer across the road, over the hill or across the district, just getting that farming community together and letting them have a conversation because we know it's quite an isolated industry. Being a farmer, you get locked in your tractor 12, 13, 14, 16 hours a day and this is an opportunity to come together and have a bit of a chat. And that's one industry that just couldn't stop during the uh, during COVID time, just had to keep going and going. Yeah, 100%. So, you know, where everyone else was, was uh, winding down, farmers were probably actually winding up. So, yeah. you know, this... We saw field days traditionally as an opportunity to bring that community together and they would have a chat to each other. I think that's been lost in the last few years because, you know, Farm World and other field days have turned into big Sunday markets attracting urbanites. Yeah. Um, we want to get back to the traditions of why the farmer, farming family great value in, in field days and Farm World especially. We've also got, can I tell you about an innovation we've got going on in our main events? Yeah. With a lot String and salt. We've got CWA doing live cooking demonstrations as scones. They'll be serving their Devonshire teas again for the first you time. Beat, you can't beat the live cooking demonstrations. <laughs> no. right. you know, there's, there's a lot of fun. 
that comes back from that traditional sense of what yeah. these field days were about. So the CWA are involved for the first time. We've got the Warrigal Lions Club back out here. We've got all the Rotary, Rotary clubs, Warrigal involved. You know, we're really engaging the community and the community services organisations in our field day because, again, that, that just lends itself back into that whole feel about community and, and the agricultural field day. So, um, you know, the local primary schools are coming, supporting us, um, performing different things, and we make big donations back to those schools to make sure that they actually get some benefit from Farm World as well. So really engaging around the community. You know, I think that's the thing I'm looking forward to the most, actually. It's, as, as the new CEO, it's my first uh, Farm World because yeah. last year got caught. But I'm really looking forward to bringing the community back together through this event. Yeah, and I think the community is actually looking forward to it. And from a, from a, from my background, an ex-dairy farmer, it'd be great to uh, return to my heritage. So I think I'm going to have to book a day in there. <laughs> Fantastic. Please do. Um, come along. And, and really, there's a lot to offer. You know, we've hubbed up parts of Farm World this year. So but for the first time in many years, some of the cattle breeders that were along Avenue Way, which is along Burnstall Road, uh, we've relocated them down into a brand new facility in the centre of the property, which is called Cattle Corner. We've built a new couple hundred thousand dollar pavilion down there to house those cattle breeders for many years to come. We'll also be hosting the cattle sales and the cattle sales out at like, after Farm World this because the Warrigal Stoyards are closed So yep. again, quarter supporting that industry and dairy in our local area, we think it's we had the perfect property to conduct some cattle sales in the interim of the new facility at Long Warrior getting built. So mm -hmm. um, the cattle breeders will move into that. That means that along Avenue Way, which is Burnstall Road, we all of our big dealers, and then we've huffed up alongside them all the pieces that connect to the tractors, and then further down it's all livestock supplies into the middle of the property, which is all about livestock. So beef breed, beef rearing, uh, working dogs, alpacas. Then you go into farm supplies along Lakeside Arena, down to the end, which is earth moving, up to the right-hand side of where the tractor demonstrations. We've even got a, a competition, a bit of a, um, a fun competition, uh, where you do a trailer backing competition. Oh, so, okay, uh, well, that's a bit dangerous to me. Trailer on a tractor through an obstacle course. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll have to think about that one. Um, yeah, come on, have a go. <laughs> yeah, don't, just don't look. Um, listen... This is a fantastic, and I can just sense the passion in your voice. This is really, I can feel the success in it already, and it hasn't even happened yet. Wishing you all the best for it, and um, I look forward to being there at least one of the days. Good on you, Alan. Thank you. Appreciate the interview, and uh, all the best to your listeners, and I hope to see you No worries. Thanks, Craig. Cheers, mate. Craig Debnam, CEO of Lardner Park in Warrigal, and wow. The passion in his voice talking about the event, you can feel the success it is going to be. I know a lot of work's gone through with COVID safe practices and everything, but he sent me this seven page, uh, seven page piece of information, which I'm not going to read the whole lot to you, but it sums up what he has gone on about. And uh, I'm just going to, I've just quickly paraphrased it. Um, let me just read it to you, and I'll endeavour to put this up on the Gippsland Showcase Facebook page. Uh, let's start with this. There is so much confidence surrounding Farm World 2021. It is expected to attract one of the biggest audiences for the past 40 years. Farm World will be a three-day event running from Friday to Sunday, 
on the 26th to the 28th of March. Farmer will set the scene for the following field days in 2021, so it is imperative that everybody in the industry attends the event to show support for the great work that all events around the country stand for, and that that standing for of community spirit. Now, actually, you heard Craig mention this. Farmer deserves your attendance. It was one of the worst affected cancellations in 2020 along with a whole lot of others, but we're talking on a Gippsland, Gippsland basis because of the COVID-19 pandemic, of course. And you heard Craig mention in the interview with the, uh, with the, with the financial losses, just staggering. And because he goes, he goes on to say here, just 10 days out from all the hard work that went into organising Farmworld 2020, the exhibitors already in place and with local community volunteers in support, the event was cancelled due to the shutdown rules imposed by COVID. Uh, live equipment demonstrations will be made to draw card for Farm World 2021, while ag dealers and farmers will also shape up in a in a friendly skills competition. And you might have heard him say about backing the trailer. <laughs> yeah, well, as I said uh, to him, if I had to go, <laughs> um, don't look. Okay, so what to expect? Farmers Day on Friday the twenty sixth, the first day of um, the first day of Farmworld twenty twenty one. Everyone in attendance gained some great insight into life on a farm and see what role farmer tractors and equipment play in running in a, on a successful farm operation. And on Twilight Trading Day, which is the following day, Saturday the 27th of March, 10am to 7pm, the first Twilight Trading Day associated with this event, because as I said, the change from a four-day event to a three-day event, and this is how they've really moved forward with innovation, what Craig, what Craig said, Twilight Trading Day, Saturday 27th of March, 2021, 10am to 7pm, and the Twilight Trading Day on Sunday, uh, where all visitors will be presented with a wide array of lifestyle exhibitors. On the Sunday, 28th of March, 9am before 4pm, it's time to get back to the exhibitors that have a product that has captured the visitors' attention. And you can take the plunge and buy it, support a local business at the same time. Very important to support local businesses. Uh, the last day of the Farm World event will have a farming families theme, highlighting more of the lifestyle and leisure exhibitors and picking up a bargain on that final day. And for more information, contact Far uh, Lardner Park at on this uh, on this following number. Zero three five six two six one three seven three zero three. I don't think you need the zero three five six two six one three seven three. You can email farmworld at lardapark.com.au and for more e e details of the event, log on to Farmworld. And the this is very important. The only way to secure a ticket will be online in 2021. And you heard Craig mention there, with the with all the rules and COVID, don't have to be handling cash or anything. Just um, you've already you've already got your ticket online. And if you can't get online yourself, 
find a friend or a family member who can get online to get your ticket or even another great idea go to your local library they'd be able to help you use the internet and just in regards to that so as part of the COVID safe plan visitors and exhibitors must avoid standing in a long line so just in relation to the COVID safe plan and it says here as part of our COVID safe plan, visitors and exhibitors must avoid standing in a long line with pre-purchased that will cover contact tracing requirements and enable a fast contactless entry via scanning of QR codes only. So your ticket will be it will include a contactless QR code that can be printed out or better still kept on your smartphone devices for scanning at the gate. And once again, ticket Tickets can be park, uh, purchased. Rather, tickets can be purchased at larnapark.com.au. And I said, if you don't have a friend or family, if you don't have access to the internet yourself, find a friend or family member uh, with internet access, or use your local library. They will be more than willing to help you go online and get a ticket for this event. And just this final point to. Um, look at from this seven page statement farm world 2021 received overwhelming support from previous exhibitors and the uh, ceo we just heard for craig said after surveying all exhibitors we are receiving an overwhelmingly positive response of over 91 percent wanting to attend whilst the remaining nine percent simply cannot attend due to international travel restrictions and as I said at the end of the interview, wow, the passion in Craig's voice to make this work, you can, always, you can almost feel it is going to be the success it truly deserves. So once again, Farmworld 2021 must purchase a ticket online from Friday the 26th of March 2021 to, to Sunday the 28th of March 2021. Checking out some news brief headlines and including a couple from yesterday's news headlines worth repeating. A minor earthquake reported by Geoscience Australia centred off, off the coast south of Walbos at around 10.30 Tuesday night. With a magnitude 2.9, the quake was at a depth of 7 kilometres. People in Marlow and Walbos reported feeling the quake that night. Advocates to help people who lost their jobs across Gippsland due to the pandemic have been appointed across the Gippsland region. Known as job advocates, they will uh, help the employed through Victorian Government's Jobs Victoria Fund and will be based around Gippsland, four at the TAFE Gippsland Mall and one at the Gippsland and East Gippsland Aboriginal Cooperative in Bensdale. New equipment has been tested by Maui SES crews. This testing of the equipment provides volunteers with the opportunity to learn the use of essential tools to respond to crises and save lives. The launch is part of a statewide rollout bringing the latest techniques to help out accidents and disasters. And finally, Gippsland Health professionals visited State Parliament to rally for tougher restrictions on the Valley's deadly air pollution. The group of health professionals presented an action plan to the Energy Minister and say serious steps need to be taken now.
and just to skim over some events quickly because what I'm going to do is have a bit more extensive detail events calendar because uh, as we draw near to Easter events that were cancelled last year due to COVID can actually happen uh, this year and one of them is the Aram Easter Fair, the Aram Easter Fair. and also just to skim over a couple more events because as I said be more detailed on tomorrow's podcast and first of all you heard me speak to Steve Harley from the Currumbow Working Horse and Tractor Rally the annual vintage rally on the 20th 21st of March this weekend at 5875 South Gippsland Highway Niora and with the rally theme it being North American and uh, yeah you heard the you heard the interview uh, with Steve last week and I replayed it again this week go back listen to those details and more information of course can be found on the Currumbarra Working Horse and Tractor Rally Facebook page along with contact numbers and everything you need to know there You've heard me mentioned a couple of times about Race the Rabina, which is coming up on the 28th of March, and uh, which is not this weekend, the weekend after. I will have a guest on tomorrow's podcast to talk about all that, to talk about that uh, event. It sounds like a lot of fun too, after having a chat, uh, pre-recording a chat with him today. And also, you heard me mention about Lardner Park with the CEO of Lardner, Craig Debnam, and... As I said today, wow, the passion in his voice to ensure that is an that is an event not to be missed. That is on uh, starting on Friday the 26th of March. As I said, not this weekend, next weekend again. Uh, 26th of March to the 28th of March with a twilight market on the Sunday the 27th of March. So get along there, support there, support that event. As I said, tomorrow's podcast will have a few more events because as we draw the Easter, there's a few things happening which I'm going to go into research too. Even I've got to stay up to early hours in the morning just researching because, yeah, it's it'll be great this Easter. I can feel it already because last year we were all in lockdown. Couldn't do much for Easter at all, could we? And apart from, well, the Easter Bunny wasn't in lockdown, was he? No, he wasn't. He was able to visit us, but um, we had to stay home unfortunately uh so and my tip is that there will be a few more cars on this road on the roads this easter due to the fact we were locked down last year and um please take it easy on the road i'm i'm gonna try and get in touch with some talk about the traffic situation arrangements in road by big police and everything for um for traveling this easter and uh, once again a reminder if you do travel, whether whatever weekend it is, whether whether it be Easter or whether it be any weekend, please travel safe and um, just respect and obey the road rules and speed restrictions. And we'll all be in one place together at the end of the trip. I'm Alan Gray and that's all I have time for on today's edition of Gippsland Showcase Podcast for Thursday the 18th of March 2021. Don't forget you can hear this daily podcast all over again along with previous days. Make sure you search for and like the Gippsland Showcase Podcast page on Facebook. Each day's podcast is available on podcast platforms such as Spotify and Google. 
perhaps your friends or family outside the Gippsland area or know of any former Gippsland residents who are no longer in the area that may like to keep up to date with what is going on throughout Gippsland regarding news, events, places of interest and peoples of interest. Make sure you let them know how they can access this daily podcast. If you need to get in touch with me for anything, you can by sending a message to the Gippsland Showcase Podcast Facebook page or email at gippslandshowcasepodcast at gmail.com. That's gippslandshowcasepodcast at gmail.com. You can also email me to subscribe free of charge to this podcast as well.